The 3DX chat community can be great. Full of wonderful people who inspire. But, at times it can also be a horribly toxic place. Sometimes over the most trivial of things, including when some players try to give credit to others. This is the 3DX chat text-to-speech podcast and tonight I'll be giving my take on some recent drama within the community. I'll apologize right now that it's just me here in the studio today. For a number of different reasons, this week's planned episode fell through, so I'm just going to have to do my best to improvise a replacement episode. Luckily for me, there is a recent topic that is just aching to be spoken about. One that has been causing all sorts of drama and discontent within the community recently. And that is awards. Something that I have a little personal experience with after hosting my own TTS podcast end of year awards back in December but I'm getting ahead of myself. For anyone who is new to the show, I'm Laura TWK, and I'll be your host for this evening. Welcome to my show. Also, welcome back to all of the returning listeners out there. Your continued loyalty to this silly little podcast is very much appreciated. Anyway, back to the topic at hand. Annual awards. So what has got everyone so hot and bothered? Well, if you haven't followed the various dramas that have unfolded recently, it all stems from two sets of awards that have been run by different community organizations. The first one by Sugarmag, and the second one by Unity. Both of these differ from the TTS Podcast Awards in that all of the contenders were nominated by the community. For the Podcast Awards, I simply wanted to take a little time to give shoutouts to people and things within the community who had impressed me during the last year. After all, sometimes it is just nice to take the opportunity to promote good work and put it in the spotlight so more people can become aware of it if they had missed until then. For that reason, I had a very clear policy that nothing or nobody would be declared the best of anything. It was very clearly just to acknowledge some outstanding work and not a competition to say that anyone or anything was better than anything else. Also, I was very upfront that it was just for fun and shouldn't be taken too seriously. That said, I did want it to genuinely be about celebrating excellence, so I wasn't going to just hand out awards to my friends. In fact, half the awards that I gave were to community members that I'd never met or never spoken to. In those cases, I knew of them purely because of the great work they were doing. I'll also say that I'm not all-knowing. There is so much going on in the community that no one will be aware of it all. For example, I'm sure that I am not alone in being amazed at how often I find creators that are new to me, but have actually been around for a while, and already have a good-sized following, often bigger than mine. So, even though my awards were just for a bit of fun, I took it seriously enough to have a good dig through all the stuff that is out there to try to minimize the risk of overlooking anything obvious and to make sure I wasn't just picking the first names that came to mind. Also, just to repeat this once again, it was all just for fun and a chance to spread some Christmas cheer by letting some people know that all the time and effort they put into their work, is valued and appreciated. I like to think that I was successful in that goal. A bunch of the winners and runners-up were over the moon at getting some recognition, and I didn't see anyone grumbling or complaining. Just lots of positivity all round, which is what these things should be about. So where has it gone wrong for these other awards in terms of the community reaction? Well, there are a few factors really, so let's break those down. If we begin with Sugarmag's top of 2022 awards, because that was announced first, there seems to have been two primary sources of complaints. Firstly, that it didn't cover enough of the community. 
and secondly, the bullshit of the year category. Actually, this second one can be broken down further into two parts. Part 1 simply being its existence, and part 2 being the inclusion of a seemingly innocuous nomination. So what did they get right and what did they get wrong? I'll start with the second of these complaints by saying that I think the bullshit of the year category was a pretty ill-advised category to include. I mean, I did something vaguely similar with my Outrage of the Year award in the podcast awards, but I made a conscious effort to keep that light-hearted. I think this category was always destined to lead to trouble though. The inevitable nominations for things like the renaming of Pet Hunter to Virtual Secrets, and the opposition to the True Audience Initiative, was always going to result in at least some shots being fired. Of course, this was an open nomination process, the nominations don't necessarily reflect the opinions of Sugar Mag themselves, but that was never going to stop them from being the target of the angry response. That's not to say they don't agree with the nominees either. I'm sure some of them do. It's also worth noting that True Audience also received a nomination in a more positive category. If I remember correctly it was Community Project of the Year, but I may have gotten the specific name wrong because the polls have now closed so I cannot access the ballot to check. Whichever category it was, that pretty much shoots down the accusations of any sort of negative agenda against other groups. The problem that Sugarmag, or any other organizations would face in this situation, is that the internet is full of people who are more than happy to give an instant hot take on something without really knowing the context around it. They just see one screenshot that doesn't come with any context and fly off the handle in outrage. Sometimes these reactions are wholly predictable, such as people seeing a list of nominees and assuming that the nominees have been determined by the award organizers. Or assuming that something can't be nominated in multiple categories, even if those categories are for very opposite points of view. I would suggest that people take a few moments to dig into it a little further to see if there is more to it. Maybe that is an unreasonable expectation though. Other times, as is the case here, the reactions come entirely out of left field, and I don't think anyone sees them coming. So yes, while bullshit of the year nominations were the catalyst for outrage, I don't think anyone expected it to be for the nomination for, and I quote, BBC, BWC, Slut, Gangbang, Orgy, Fuck Club, and similar club names for obvious reasons. Unfortunately, the reasons were not so obvious to some and I feel this is where Sugarmag could have helped themselves by giving a clearer explanation instead of a slightly flippant one. If they had, then maybe we wouldn't have seen a video of a slightly unhinged rant from one community member who was convinced they were kink-shaming and being racist. Now, this particular issue surrounding room names has been a complaint in the community for many, many years, so is nothing new. Perhaps it is a good reminder that not everyone has years of insight into what has been said before within the community. Or that they choose to have accounts on a bunch of different platforms to track all of these sorts of threads. In this case, the reason behind this nomination is that some dishonest room owners will deliberately misadvertise their rooms to trick guests into coming to them. They will open a music club but then name it something that includes things like gangbang and orgy to lure people in who are looking for those things. So, for the sake of clarity, let's make this absolutely clear, the nomination is not a commentary on whether or not people approve of BBCs, or BWCs, or sluts. And there is definitely no kink shaming or racism involved. It is about misrepresenting rooms to pump room numbers. It's just a shame that people don't take that moment to really think things through instead of feeling compelled to give an instant reaction which, like in this case, is very misguided. Because when that does happen, things will just spiral out of control. The people who believe they are being attacked, in this case Sugar Mag, will adopt a siege mentality and come back swinging. 
Meanwhile, the other party will continually double down on their accusation regardless of how many times their misunderstanding is explained back to them. Because people just don't seem to like to have to admit that they got something wrong and back down. It just becomes a whirlpool of toxicity where any valid points that are being made by either side, just get completely lost because of the aggressive way that they are being expressed. It's a shame, because perhaps if everyone just took a more measured approach to the tone of their responses, there may have been some sort of grown-up discussion where things get cleared up. Instead we just get confrontation and name-calling because people come out all guns blazing. It's so sad. But yeah, I think Sugar Mag maybe could have avoided some of this drama by just presenting the nominations for their top of 2022 awards with a little more explanation to make it crystal clear what each nomination was actually for. At least in that one particular category anyway. Moving on from that to the other criticism of Sugar Mag's top of 2022 awards, we have the perceived bias or lack of scope to the nominees. I've deliberately covered this one second because it is also a complaint that has been made against the 3DX awards sponsored by Unity, so I can do a two-for-one with this point. Basically, this boils down to people being aggrieved that people or clubs that they think deserve to be on the list of nominees are not there. Or that the nominees all favoured a particular group, i.e. the people and clubs associated with the awards organisers. The problem here is that whenever anyone starts involving the community in determining who wins awards, there will always be some bias. And I'm not even talking about a deliberate or conscious bias from people just nominating their friends rather than giving a genuinely objective verdict. What I'm talking about is that the nominations and winners will always be skewed towards the tastes of the organiser's audience and a lot of that is simply to do with exposure. For instance, I would say that Sugarmag is a largely European-dominated entity, and the associated clubs will generally cater more towards European time zones. So a big chunk of the European players who are online for those times will be asleep in bed by the time the equivalent sorts of clubs in the US are opening, so the Sugarmag audience simply don't get as much exposure to those clubs. So, of course, they are going to gravitate towards nominating the clubs that they are actually awake for. The same is true the other way round, for US players. Okay, some US players will be online during their daytime, so may catch the European clubs, but the clubs in their own time zones are a lot more convenient to them, so they will get exposed to them far more, making them more likely to favour those. So if the top of 2022 awards were seen as being overly pro-Europe, or the 3DX awards sponsored by Unity are too pro-America. Well, I think that is all a bit silly really. At the end of the day, people will just go with what they actually know. And, looking down the list of Unity nominees, I actually know very few of them. That isn't to say they don't belong there and that they have not been a credit to the community. It just means I don't get exposed to them for one reason or another. I mean, if we look at a real-world parallel, if a magazine that caters to rock and metal music did reader-nominated awards, would you expect Taylor Swift to pick up many votes? Of course not, because she isn't their audience. And that doesn't mean that she isn't deserving of recognition either. That will just come from some other set of awards that are targeted more towards her area of the music industry. The same logic definitely applies here. If you feel that a particular set of awards don't represent you, that's probably just because you aren't its intended audience. There's nothing wrong with that. That said, I would guess that both lists of nominations do contain examples of nominees who are there purely because friends want them to win. And not because they genuinely have done something that pushes their contributions above what others have done. My feeling is that the 3DX awards sponsored by Unity may suffer from that slightly more than the Sugarmag's top of 2022 awards, simply because there are so many more categories. 
that does make it very tempting for people to casually fill in names just for the sake of filling each field in the form. A reminder that more is not always better. I suspect some of the nominees aren't even really appropriate to the categories they have been nominated in. I guess that is one of the dangers of having a list of categories as long as Unity's was. There is a temptation to try to find a category for all of your friends as you don't want to leave any of them out, and that results in some slightly head-scratch-inducing nominations. Take the best blogger nominations as an example. A category that I obviously took interest in. As far as I can tell, two of the three nominations don't even have blogs. They create content, yes. But I see no evidence of them being bloggers, and I have certainly spent some time looking. On a side note, whilst trying to find those blogs, I did come across a new blog which I found quite interesting. Check out 3dxchatdaily.blogspot.com if you are looking for a new blog to follow. Back to the point I was making though, probably some sort of curation would have been advisable to move those nominations to more suitable categories. I mean, one of the best blogger nominees is well known for creating videos. As far as I know, that is her primary thing. Strangely she doesn't appear in the list for best videographer though. That doesn't really make much sense to me. Surely her nomination could have been moved from best blogger to best videographer and no one would have been upset about that. A slightly shorter list of categories that weren't quite so specific may have helped here. Especially since some categories only had two or three names in them. And do we really need to still cling on to having separate categories for men and women? In things like sport where one gender may have a physiological advantage over the other, fair enough. But we don't need that here. I think that was just done to pad the length of the category list. Okay so, although I can see why some people would have taken exception to some of these nominations or lack of other nominations, I don't think it is really a massive issue. While things could have been done better, I don't feel like anything mentioned so far is worth starting drama over. But, there have been accusations levied against Unity's 3DX awards that not all nominations were included in the final list of nominees. Several people have claimed that nominations they made did not appear on the final voting ballot. I should stress that these are just accusations. I haven't seen any response from the Unity team to refute these claims or acknowledge that they have been made, so I really can't offer any sort of opinion on whether the accusations are fact or fiction. However, it would massively undermine the claim of these awards being unbiased and for everyone if the organizers had removed nominations for some reason. Like I said before, moving a nominee to a more sensible category would be common sense, but trimming nominees out, especially if to influence the outcome, would be very poor. I really hope that wasn't the case here. Especially when the announcement tweets came out with strong statements about these awards being better than previous attempts because they were going to be fairer and less biased. And this is the thing that does bother me. There was a decent amount of shade being thrown around in the announcement tweets for the 3DX awards sponsored by Unity. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to see that it was directed at Sugarmag and their top of 2022 awards. While I can defend unpopular choices on the top of 2022 ballot because they came from community involvement, there can be no defending the choice of words used in announcement tweets. The people posting those announcements are entirely responsible for what they are saying. And, while I feel the shade in these tweets was pretty uncalled for, the part that looks bad is if you then fail to live up to your own hype. Once you have thrown that shade, you've got to then follow through with your own promises. What you definitely cannot do, is do a worse job than what you are criticizing, but that is what it seems like Unity did actually fall foul of. For all the accusations of the top of 2022 nomination period not being open enough, it lasted for five weeks and they advertised it in a bunch of popular discords, 
not just their own, and had it all over Twitter as well. That won't have universal reach but they made a decent effort. I found the 3DX awards sponsored by Unity adverts much harder to find. Even after I saw people commenting about them, it took me a while to find the source of what they were talking about. If you are going to throw shade for something not being advertised enough for people to be given the opportunity to have their say, you've got to do better than that yourself. As it stands, it just looks like Unity have catered largely towards their own audience. Again, there is nothing inherently wrong with that. It just comes down to those grand statements about how they would be better than that. But they weren't. If you promote something as being unbiased and for everyone, you have to really make that effort to reach those people, otherwise you end up looking a little foolish. You can't just rely on the idea of if you build it, they will come. I think the moral here is to just not throw shade at other people. Just focus on what you are doing instead. Also, why does it even have to be about doing something better than what others did? Why does everything have to be a competition? Why not just do your own thing and let it speak for itself? Why not worry about celebrating achievements instead of trying to shit on others and score points at their expense? Don't get me wrong, some competition can be healthy, as it encourages everyone to up their game and do things better for the benefit of everyone. But that shouldn't come at the expense of trying to put others down. I suppose the real problem that this community has is that so many players are unable to put their egos to one side. The inevitable result of that is division and conflict. Remember people, it's just a game. So, what are my takeaways and lessons learned here? First of all, if you see something that makes you mad, don't tweet an ill-thought-out and rage-filled response. Take a moment to calm down and think rationally. Some people may not want to hear this, but the truth is that none of us have an opinion so important that the world will end if you don't share it right this moment. If needed, do a little bit of due diligence to verify what you are angry at. Not everything may be as it seems from first glance. Then, when you've done all of that, then you are ready to commit your thoughts to text for all to see. Secondly, if you have a platform where you can share opinions, whether that be on social media, a website, discord, or a magazine, please use your influence responsibly. There are no rules to say that you have to, but it is the decent thing to do. Thirdly, and I think I've already said this, remember that it is just a game. There is really nothing to be gained by going apeshit over what some random person on the opposite side of the world has said. If you are only playing for the purpose of gaining clout and the approval of others, well then it may be time to reassess your priorities. In closing, I think that everyone just needs to chill out and relax. Doing community awards can be fun and a great way to show appreciation for the hard work of community members. But let's not take them too seriously, or use them as a way to attack others. The problems usually only arise when egos get involved. If you feel you deserved a nomination but missed out, maybe just let it go instead of writing that angry tweet. I won't lie, I was disappointed not to get a nomination for the best blogger category in the 3DX awards sponsored by Unity. But I think what that tells me is that we just have different audiences. And that's fine. I won't lose any sleep over it, and no one else who feels like they have been overlooked in any of the categories should be offended by that either. The kind words people give you about your content or whatever it is you do, should be worth infinitely more than some random award given to you by some organization that you have no connection to. That said, if the podcast wins the category that it was nominated for in the Sugarmag Top of 2022 awards, I will celebrate like I have won the lottery. But if it doesn't win, which is almost certainly what the outcome will be because it is up against stiff competition, it won't ruin my day one bit. I'm just happy that people liked it enough to nominate it. That's more than enough for me.
The best outcome for me is that simply having the podcast's name on the ballot has introduced it to some potential new listeners. People who were unaware of it before, and might now decide to give it a listen. Possibly that's some of you who are listening now. That's the sort of uplifting result that I would like to see these sort of awards be more focused on. Besides, if you weren't nominated this year, there's always next year to look forward to. And I think that that is all I have to say on that right now. I'm going to guess that a fair few listeners have gotten bored of my preaching from on top of my soapbox and already turned off, so thank you if you have managed to make it to the end. I appreciate that this episode may not have had the usual fun and banter that I try to provide you with, but our next episode is shaping up to be a lot more fun though. In fact it should be both fun and informative. Perhaps even a little competitive, but only in a positive way. None of that ego-driven toxicity here thank you very much. I hope you'll join us again for that, and that I'll see you in two weeks. Bye for now.